Hi, I'm Rhett. And I'm Charlie. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to, to Chicken, Chicken Tonight. Tonight. Week two, uh, for you it'll be still week one because uh, we released the last one a bit late. Just a bit. <laughs> Just a bit. Nah, yeah, we <laughs> really scooched the pooch on that one. All right. I can't swear. <laughs> yeah. Um. So we've. Shall I just start with the podcast actually? Because you know, talk about, about uploading it and stuff. Because I said in the last one, guys, if you watched the last one, I said I would talk yeah, about um, how the editing went and all that. The editing took ages, because I'm not here half the time. We don't and, really know what we're doing. Yeah, and we don't know what we're doing. And then it took me about two hours to find a host. If you don't know what a host is, they're what you store the podcast on, and they share it to Spotify. Where most feed and all this where, crap. Where most, of you, where most of you are from. So um, we had to find this host, which we did. He was free. Well, they are free. Um, so we joined them and we did the picture and all that and we uploaded it and then we were on about 44 views in two days of looking at it always, he's, uh, he's always <laughs> talking about the stats I'm, I'm just saying it really doesn't matter uh, for me I'm very proud though of the stats because um, yeah, you're just numbers to him yeah yeah you're just numbers to me guys don't worry so yeah uh, the editing went fine it took a very long time but after that we, we did it and yeah, successful first episode, I'd say. So now we're on to the next one. I wouldn't go so far to say successful, but we did it. That, that's <laughs> all that counts. <laughs> all right. So, um, as you know, uh, I'll start by talking about my week. So it started on. Yeah. What What's happening this week, Charlie? <laughs> on Friday, I went to see The Conjuring Three. The devil made me do it. I think. <laughs> not watch the film not watch the film um, it was it was a good film really good uh, I won't ruin it or spoil it but there are some scary moments some funny moments I mean was... half of it was advertised on on YouTube so I probably watched about half the film <laughs> it was um, I didn't mean to it was a good film basically uh, but then the most important event was bowling where we went with all the people that I game with, um, not we, it was just me. So I met people like Max, I saw Ella for the first time ever, and that was really fun. Um, and then when we got there, we found out that laser tag costs £12 because we'd already booked bowling, so it's £3 each, and we did laser tag afterwards for 20 minutes. Damn. Which was quite funny. And then we ended up Pizza Hut, where I got some uh, funny pictures, which I'll show right here. <laughs> um, so yeah, funny pictures. Charlie's the type of person to photograph his food, and never. All our photographs was the sweet sauce. So um, we did that bowling. Uh, Ella made me a bracelet that says a very rude word. Yeah, I think she should get cancelled. Yeah, yeah, cancel culture. Um, I can't say that word because this new um, host. Uh, we can advertise and stuff now, which we might do in the future, might. So we're going to be careful now, aren't we, Rhett? We're going to be careful. I really want to swear right now, but I can't. <laughs> He's got me on a shock collar, so I can't say anything bad. Yeah, I'll zap him. And then we watched The Predator today, and we all had our pizza. What do you think about the pizza that we discussed? Very good, it was very good. Uh, like a person said, that the, the peppers are a bit too thin, but other than that, I thoroughly enjoyed it. All right, so um, and Rhett, the chips as well. The chips the, were gorgeous. The chips were nice. Uh, that, that nice crunch. <laughs> so, um, Rhett, you've had a bit of time. What did you do last week? Or oh, well, it's been half a week for us because it's been like four days. I did an all-nighter. Regretted it. Did some stuff on Blender. Regretted it. Came round here. Regretted it. <laughs> Um, Brilliant. Just a lot of regret in my life at the moment. No, I'm joking. No, I, I've, I've had fun. I mean, I've got a few months off, so. You need to be uh, reading those posters that are around your house, right? Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, around my house, I've got all of this, like, do well in life, and it's, like, all inspirational. And then I just sigh every time I go up the stairs because it's got these little words on the stairs. 
but yeah that's my life the whole of it very interesting there right i know right okay we have a new introduction it is um quote of the week and do you even have that uh, yeah, I do actually. Oh, because it, sorry yes. for the banging just then, but anyway, quote of the week is from the director we're going to talk about today, and the Which quote is? Uh, we're going to talk about Christopher Nolan, as we said last week, and the quote of the week is, "You either die a hero, or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain." Yeah, I every teacher uh, <laughs> uses that uh, when they start off an assembly, but I actually do quite like that quote. It is, it's really good. It's like a, a deep, what the on earth am I doing with my life sort of thing. So, um, yeah, keep that in mind. Let's think about And keep that in quote. mind that I haven't sworn yet, so. <laughs> Rhett, that bit's going to be cut out, don't worry. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. The power of editing. All right. Um, I so. mean, the, the whole script for the, it was in the Dark Knight. But um, when it, the, the person who read it is the guy that had like half his... Two Face. Oh yeah, but by the way, yeah, spoilers or whatever. But for a you, film you, that came out, yeah, you must you must have seen The Dark Knight. So if you haven't, then it's sort of on you. Right, but before we get into the juicy, juicy uh, Christopher Nolan stuff, uh, Rhett has decided that his water is empty. So we will be back in a minute. Okay, so we've got back and refilled our drinks. Yeah, no, I was just sighing <laughs> because I just realised that. It's like always when you go into a restaurant and you're waiting for your food to get served, you always have your drink first. I mean, I think that's why they do it, just so you buy two drinks. Now thinking about it, wow, that's actually pretty good. That's a cash grab right there. Yeah, I can't believe I've never thought thought about that. I mean, I knew about how... No, I'm going to go on to a tangent. <laughs> never mind. Leave me alone. All right, back to where we were. Um, so, yeah, as I was saying, this episode is about Christopher Nolan. But before we go into that, we've been given a suggestion by one of our friends. I wouldn't a go very... that far. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. It was a very good suggestion, actually, because we want to reach out to all of you around the world. Not just about us personally. Yeah, which... not just about the people we know. So... I mean, the first episode, I think it makes sense because we were literally talking about ourselves, you know, sociopaths as we are. But, yeah, I think we should talk more broadly about the world and all that so what's our new thing our new topic is the news the weekly news yeah. so we will look at three different bits of information or well three different news segments and discuss them for a bit and just to yeah support it, you guys around the world i guess support yeah i mean we're just interest interest you there yeah, yeah. it's just it's just our favorite types of things so uh, we start with my personal favourite. It isn't, well, actually, I could do quite like the second one. This is a USA thing. So, for you American people. A USA thing, yes. Yeah, a USA thing. All right, I'm going to read this headline. An elderly Californian nun will plead guilty to stealing from the Catholic school where she worked for decades in order to support her gambling, according to US prosecutors. I love this so much. So, um, so not only is it, like... Stealing from a school, which is, um, no one would ever do that. The fact that it's a, n- a nun, also, not only is it a nun, but it's also for her gambling issues. <laughs> it doesn't make sense at all. So this girl's, this. this girl's named Mary, oh, like, like Mary the Virgin a, Mary. Um, with a crippling debt and... 79. 79. The 79-year-old was gambling. I mean... I probably shouldn't encourage her while she is going to prison, but I kind of respect her for it. <laughs> she started at what? Let me do thirty-nine. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. She started at like the, the around the age of forty, and she's done it for another extra forty years to support her gambling issues. She stole eight hundred thirty-five thousand dollars, or five hundred ninety thousand pounds for us British lot. And if you're in the EU, we don't care about you. Yeah, we didn't we didn't work that out, or any other currencies for that matter. Yeah, it's 10 yen. Um, she's facing 40 years in jail. Did I just say that? Yeah. I did just say that, never mind. Here we have a, a quote from the solicit who um, gave it up to be a silent Socialite. Nun. A socialite, I don't know this. 
Alright. Sorry, religion people. <laughs> I don't know the we're, most. We're, we're, we're both atheists, yeah. by the way. Just... The community of faith at St. James was shocked and saddened by these actions. Saddened. And the parish school. And the... Oh, I'm not even going to read that. And people reported the matter and fully cooperated with authorities in the criminal investigation. So... <laughs> I just remind... It didn't occur to me that a nun's going to be in jail. <laughs> hey, what are you in for? <laughs> Her lawyer told the newspaper that she was, quote-unquote, very remorseful. <laughs> and that mental illness has clouded her judgement. I'm actually surprised she didn't blame it on, like, oh, the devil's corrupted me or something and got me into gambling. Yeah. Because that could have been done. Anyways, she's definitely going to heaven because she's still a virgin, hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> we, won't, we won't get into that. Yeah. That is very interesting. Uh, she began list. stealing in the 10 years leading up to her retirement in 2018. Oh, so... So it wasn't 29 years, right? Yeah, no, that's still... Pretty ridiculous. So yeah, she's like she started off at work. Oh, I want to do good for this job. I want to be a good teacher, a good nun as well. And then about ten years down the line, is it? You just, she just like, do you know what? Let's start. Let's <laughs> <laughs> just start taking the money. All right. So should we go to the next one? Because this one looks like to be your favourite. This one I just so I watch this like tech news thing every week. It's called like Tech Linked, and sometimes they'll have these little things that I just think are usually quite boring to be honest but this this is like one of my favorite news so far this is something i actually stumbled upon <laughs> uh jeff bezos who if you don't know he's the he is the most he's, richest man yeah he's, he's the most richest man you know he's, he, he owns uh amazon and all the other <laughs> companies children companies <laughs> where be apparent he's got a lot of dosh essentially so he's decided to go <laughs> so he, he Usually, if you're going out with your brother, not in that way, you'd like you know, you'd go bowling or something. Like, but instead, he's decided to go to space for a few minutes with a bidder, like a random person. So it would literally just be like the guy with the most amount of money, his brother, and some randomer who just decides to go with him. <laughs> what the fudge? It's just such a weird story for me. I mean, with the bidding, I didn't mention this earlier, but I've just thought, I kind of hope Elon Musk bids to get a seat. Because oh, he's yeah. one of the richest. I swear, I swear, yeah, he's like second. Um, I swear the, like, they hate each other. In, not like I don't hate, know. Not like... They rival. They, they have an argument on Twitter, so that means that they're sworn enemies. Yeah, that's, that's how we roll. Um, but yeah, if he buys the seat, that would be quite funny. <laughs> That would be an awkward car journey. Yeah, a, few, a few minutes of just like, yeah, so why are you here? Like, <laughs> I don't know, I just find it funny. Yeah, basically, we can bid to see. Um, it's, we're looking at the picture now. From Rhett's reaction, you can tell it's very phallus-shaped. Yeah, it, um, <laughs> how do we be frank with this without being frank? It looks like something a woman would use for pleasure. And... <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to get monetized, are we? I don't know. <laughs> is it... Is the two... <laughs> so Bezos is going to space in a phallus uh, <laughs> for three minutes with hopefully Elon Musk <laughs> and his brother. No, uh, and Jeff Bezos' brother. It sounds like a good crossover film. Yeah. Uh, or a if, comedy If it's skit. not documented, I'm going to be upset. Like, what do they say when the few... Alright, so <laughs> moving swiftly on, we have found a article, an article called The LGBT Icons You Need to Know About. You may be thinking, is this BuzzFeed? No, it's not. It's, it's actually from BBC Bite Size. Alright. Not Bite Size, just BBC. Oh, it is actually. I didn't see that. Alright. So the first, <laughs> the first person. We don't know who it is. Marsha P. Johnson. No, if we don't I don't know, know who that is. On. Yeah, we'll move on. We'll move on. All right, I knew I knew he was gay. Uh, did you? Did you know? He, do you know who he, he is? The guy that sits in the wheelchair. I yeah. saw X Men. So no, he's like, Magneto. The guy that? With, the guy that men, bends metal. I don't know him enough. I've uh, seen his face, but I don't know him. By the way, we're looking at Sir Ian McKellen from X Men. He was Gandalf. Oh, okay. <laughs> he was. That, 
<laughs> there, there. Um, yeah, basically we're at Gandalf is gay. <laughs> to sum it up. I thought all the people in Harry Potter were gay. <laughs> oh no, not not into the Harry Potter law. Local government act it banned. Uh, this promoted this prompted Ian McKellen to come out during a radio debate on the bill. But he came out on the radio. Yeah. Okay. We don't know who that is. You definitely. <laughs> That's a funny. Oh. Who's he? What's he in? Any murder? I don't know. Um, we've got this guy Harvey Milk. Mmm, Harvey Milk. <laughs> he looks. He looks familiar. But is this because of the like the whole Pride Month thing? Uh, I, yeah, because it's Pride Month. I wonder if they if they changed the logo to a rainbow. I don't know. <laughs> so sorry, guys. We've got Harvey Milk. Don't know who that is. They are really scraping the bottom of the barrel. No, yeah. no offense. All right, that's, is that we've it? Come, yeah, we've come to the end of it, guys. Okay. Well, <laughs> Ian McKellen is gay. That's what we've come. That's what we've come up to. That, yeah, that should be what the podcast. Sir Ian McKellen is gay. All right, that and milk. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, uh, Harvey Milk. Uh, all right, so we've done the news for you guys all around the world. We're not um, very good at news. None forty years in prison. That was good. Jeff goes to space, and Ian McKellen is gay. All right, so now let's introduce the director, Christopher get, Nolan. Let's, let's get into, get into the, the thing. Yeah, all right, so uh, where's this thing? All right, my document. The name's Christopher Edward Nolan. Ooh. I didn't know it was Edward. British-American film director. He was Brit- He is born British, by the way. Uh, he looks like a bit of a weirdo. Producer, screenwriter, screenwriter. His directional efforts have grossed more than five Charlie, billion. Did you copy and paste this? Most of it. Carry on. <laughs> yes, thank you, Rhett. Um, 36 Oscar nominations Wikipedia. and 11 wins. Developed an interest in filmmaking from a young age. A bit like me, then. Um, I was born in London, though. His worst film, not like by opinion, like by the stats. What, his worst. Rotten Tomato, or No, no, like um, made the least amount of money and all that. I mean, I think money making isn't. I don't know. Least profitable and all that. Yeah, let's go for that. <laughs> least profitable. Was The Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, and that's the one I was... What? That's the one with Bane, where he wears the mask. Tom Hardy. How much does that make? Do you know? Uh, not as much as the others. <laughs> <laughs> wow, was... you, you've really done your thorough research here. So yeah, guys. I didn't know that until yesterday, though, when I did a bit of research. So is that this, was... Is this just about the Dark Knight trilogy? Or no, this is film? all of his films. The least profitable was The Dark Knight so Rises. Ha- but the most profitable was The Dark Knight, right? I think so, yeah. So the sequel to the most profitable got the least amount of money. Yeah. Because of- I don't think... Because it wasn't as good because of Heath Ledger, you know? I've, yeah. I'm actually quite sad about Heath Ledger. That was sad. What, what's happened, sorry? So yeah, we've just had a little talk about Heath Ledger. It's quite sad what happened. I think because he did so good... Everyone was expecting a good sequel to it, but it wasn't as good in a lot of people's opinions, even though in mine it was a brilliant film. I've not seen all of it, but to be honest, I did turn it off after a while. News in, one billion US dollars for The Dark Knight Rises. That's a dark... How much How much was... Um... Budget 250 million. So we got four times his money, but it was his least profitable. That is very... That is... I'm sorry about that. <laughs> Let's just... There's no way all of his other films have made a billion, considering, like... Yeah, so, um... <laughs> Sorry. That's ridiculous, because everyone was expecting a brilliant film, and obviously it wasn't as good, because The Joker, what a brilliant performance from uh, Heath Ledger. I'm going to yeah, keep from... going on. Yeah. Um, I think he made the film... Like, Christian Bale was good, but he wasn't He wasn't the person that made the film. No, like, maybe definitely. that one bit where he went into that skyscraper through... Oh, um, when they get in um, Dagger in yeah. Hong Kong. Yeah, that's it. That was really cool, actually. When that he was cool, but got out of the building into the plane. I think I, I think my favorite part of that film was definitely the interaction with um, him and you know when they're interrogating. Oh yeah, yeah. That was that was a very. If you, you probably should watch The Dark Knight, by the way. Yeah, if you've not already seen it, which most of you should have. Yeah, because it is a brilliant. You, if film. not, you got to rewatch it as well because it's a very good film. I've seen it, I think, twice now. So. All right. So. Over his films, we'll only cover the more recent ones because they're the more well-known, I think, we should do. Well, I don't even know half of them. So. <laughs> so, we start with the Dark Knight trilogy. They're 
Brilliant. Never seen Batman Begins. Watch all of The Dark Knight. Watched a little bit of The Dark Knight Rises, and I think I turned it off. And then he did Inception, which was a pretty mind-boggling film with all the... Have you seen the film? No, I told you. I, I <laughs> my, dad, my dad put it on for about oh, five right. minutes and turned it off. Inception is it's really good camera shots because like the city bends in yeah, half. Yeah, no, I've seen that in the Netflix thing. That's why that's mainly why I wanted. To watch all it. stuff moves about, and it's all about the mind, which was really good because he basically went really, really in depth and accurate on it. So he did good on that film, but it's personally my least favorite of his films. Do you want to do? Do you want to do a top three of what your favorite films are? Because all I've what literally. Yeah, we'll do sort of that. So okay, we'll yeah. mix it together. All right. Okay, so yeah. my favorite is Tenet, which we'll get onto in a bit. Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. That's my favorite fact about him. So my favorite fact, quickly, because we've just been reminded by our guy in the chair, that um, he tries to use as little CGI as possible because CGI is so expensive. So when we talk into Tenet, I'll I go think into more detail. People also got a grudge between like CGI, and I completely understand why CGI. Because if you've seen the effects that like happened like during the nineties, they've improved. They have definitely yeah, improved. Yeah, but I don't. I feel like CGI is a very important tool, and I actually use a bit of CGI. But don't overuse it. <laughs> don't o- and don't like base your whole film on it. I don't know. You can um, be very creative, like look at Star Wars, for example, the original Star Wars. You can you can be creative with just even film. Yeah, but I won't I won't say that. Sorry. In the uh, Dark Knight, uh, when Joker blows up the hospital, that was a real old abandoned hospital. Oh, and the improvisation yeah, when it didn't blow up. Because he had the detonator in his hand, the actual detonator, and he pressed it and it didn't blow up. And when you see him like look around, like. Oh, it's not working or something. That's him still acting when the bombs didn't go off. Yeah. Because um, they had a one-shot take. That's like so the he... choir. You only have one time to blow up the bridge or something. <laughs> <laughs> you only have one take. Um, so we had that one take and he smashed it out of the ballpark by improvising and turning around and then the building yeah, just that's blew up I, behind him. That's when I would have just like been a bit fly. I don't think I would have done that properly. Yeah, There's he, no way I could have. That was something that. else. That was ridiculous. I mean... To, to go on a tangent, The Joker from 2019 was a good film, but after seeing The Dark Knight... <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah it's, you can see why he's my favourite Joker. It's a star- yeah, it's a stark difference. And then my third favourite would be Interstellar. Never seen that. Interstellar's got so many different movie techniques, it's unbelievable. Like, he uses time in his music, so all the music's 60 beats per minute, mm. and you can hear that in some of the music. And he uses silence to tell the story sometimes. So Honestly, sometimes silence is just the best thing that you need. Like, you don't have to have all this stuff to make a film good. Sometimes you just need a bit of your imagination. And it was it was a bit funny as well. You had Tars, that robot. They had this sort of... It was meant to be a marine. And it was shaped like a rectangle, except it folds and stuff. Like a, um, a net. You know when you fold a cube with a net? Yeah. It was sort of like that. But these were like marine drones. And he had a humour protocol in it, so they could turn up the percentage and he'd tell jokes and stuff, which oh, was quite a bit of... Quite funny. I, I, think after, I think after this podcast, I might, I might watch... Maybe I'll watch it in Inception. I know you said that's the least, but if <laughs> it's that's good. The least, it's still good. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like if you watch his least favorite, then you know to expect better from there. Mm. So, should we? If you want. Yeah. Oh wait, no. We'll go into Tenet first. Sorry, guys. Yeah, talk about Tenet. Tenet came Bear out mind, last I've not year. Seen this either. I have watched it six times <laughs> already. Yeah, six times, and Rhett's not seen it, so I probably won't spoil it. Actually. No, you can. Alright. Um, it's about a guy called the protagonist. Oh, too far. <laughs> I like I like that. The fact that he's called the protagonist, because then there's no name behind it or anything like that. And it's all about time. He goes forward in time, he goes backwards in time. And it sounds it sounds out of the box. Like uh you know how people try and correct Back to the Future, how they like they say, Oh, this time travel's not right. Yeah, uh, no, yeah. How they no. say that won't actually happen. Yeah, you, what is it like being pedantic with all the details and stuff? Yeah, he is tries that... to keep it as close as possible to. Like trying to get it as real. Yeah, yeah okay. and it was really good. My favourite film, one of my favourite soundtracks as well by um, Ludwig Göransson. <laughs> yeah. Who did um, The Mandalorian. Every good film needs to have a good composer. 
Yeah, like, um, oh, what's his name? My favourite one, Hans Zimmer, who did the Dark Knight stuff. And he did Modern Warfare too. That's my favourite <laughs> game. So, yeah. The other day. I was playing that yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Tenet made a lot of money, and they had these watches. And when I was watching it with our guy in the chair, uh, we were looking at these watches. How much did they cost? £1,800 for one of these watches from the film. <laughs> and they look, they look really nice, but they're £1,800, so I'm not going to fork out and get one. Nah, nah. But the story is really good because it's he meets this guy when he goes to find an Indian arms dealer. As you do. And then because it's like forwards and backwards in time, at the end of the film, the protagonist and this other bloke, bloke this yeah. other bloke basically sort of dies at the end of the film, and then the protagonist goes and meets him as a kid. So they move forward in time, and the bloke that he met at the start that goes to the arm dealer moved backwards in time. Oh. So they sort of shift. Is it like a is it like a mind trip? Yeah, it's it's definitely a mind trip. You have to watch it more than once to understand it. Right. It's yeah, really... I always like films where you have to make you watch it multiple times because it it just adds more. It's like a whole nother thing, like a whole nother experience with the same film. You have to pay attention a lot, basically. I think that's sometimes what the <laughs> what the problem is with me is that if if I can rewatch a film that I really liked, but it's just like. If I if I know I have to pay attention for some reason, I'm like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. But yeah. Do you want to do you want to do that? Now? All right. Yeah. And I'll talk about my favorite, which is the only film I've watched <laughs> from him. Okay. So um, I presume you know uh, what the first letter of your name is. No, I don't. So our fake sponsor. Oh yeah, we have to specify. Yeah, our fake sponsor. But I like. <laughs> Whatever. What? Go on. Read that in a bit. <laughs> Our fake sponsor is called Money. Money? Money. What's, what's money? What's money? They call it money because that is what they're stealing from you. Enter in your card details and they are off. They find you perfect deals that up the cost of products. Yep, up the cost of products you want to purchase. For example, my aunt bought a new TV for £500, more than its original asking price. Where does all their money go, you ask? They use it to buy d- dead leaves in the autumn. <laughs> the best bit is that they have no reason for doing this. So make sure to install money <laughs> all on all your devices, like your mum's laptop or your nan's old computer, and lose so much money. All right. That, was... that, that went better than last time, I've got to admit. When I can read, it actually goes all right. So yeah, um... We were definitely paid to give this yeah. definitely real sponsor. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> I really like money. It sounds like um sounds like a good deal there. You mentioned your aunt bought the TV that they definitely didn't give us in the script for yeah. more five hundred pound more. That sounds like a smashing deal. That we don't even know what the TV is like. No, no, we didn't know how much it cost in the first place. It's just. Five hundred pounds more. more. Yeah, I That's think we an should. Expensive TV. Yeah, it is a bloody expensive TV, especially if it costs like fifty quid, and then they added five hundred. So just to go on a tangent, there's a new like OLED TV, and I'm sure you've heard of OLED, but uh, for the hundred inch version, it cost eighty grand or something. What eighty grand? What's what's so special about it? <laughs> OLED, it's got it's got all the bells and whistles, eight K and all this and all this crap. But I was just like, what's that thing called when um, it's like you release something that's Ooh. sort of like a gimmick and then people take it on board? Sorry, what were you saying? I, what, what's that thing called when like you buy you buy something like the first first iteration down and it's always like you have to pay a premium? I don't know. I you know what I'm on know. about that, right? Yeah, I know what you mean. You guys know what we mean, all oh, of yeah. you. <laughs> you have to know. All right, so Rhett, let's go on to your favourite and tell us why it's your favourite. Well, this film means so much to me, as in it's the only film I've watched from Christopher Nolan. And it's the most basic one, which is The Dark Knight. Uh, you may ask, why do I like The Dark Knight? It's because it's got a cool Joker in it. No, no, (laughs) I'm really underselling it. Uh, The Dark Knight's a really, really good film from 2008. Yep. It broke the box office, I believe. Yeah, it It, it did. it made a crash of some sorts, but no. Just everything about it, it it had it had a lot going on, but not over like it wasn't overwhelming. It had a really good structure towards it. It made 
one billion probably pounds actually because <laughs> there's a difference when it comes to that yo oh, one billion usd sorry guy in the chair <laughs> <laughs> you're the chairman of this uh <laughs> one billion worldwide yeah there you go honestly um so obviously everybody like critiques this well it's not even a critique because it's like do you know the scene where like all those people were in that room and he just like establishes his dominance by oh. having like the hand grenade and all oh, that. Oh yeah, yeah um, behind his uh, nice purple jacket. And you know, every, do you want to see a magic trick? You know, all, all these quotes that you just see. I love that line. Uh, Let's not blow this out of proportion when he's got the grenade. Yeah, that's whoa, whoa, whoa. pretty pretty interesting. I think my favorite bit is when somebody calls him a freak, and then like everything stops and he says, "I'm not," and it's just like, I don't want to mess with him. You know the bit where he stood... Now we sound like a bunch of teenagers talking about a film, which we technically are. When he yeah, stood in the road, and Batman's on the bike going towards him, and he's like, hit me! Hit me! And he and he goes round him in the end. But that was such an intense scene, because he was just standing there, wanting to be hit by this motorbike. Oh, it he, was so intense. He, he just shows the psychology of... Oh, I, don't, I don't want to get right into it, but... Um, yeah, I I just think for for what they did, I'm very impressed. Let's. <laughs> the film was good. <laughs> um, okay, guy in the chair joke. Let's let's move swiftly on. So we've just we've just um, looked. Took at, a small break. Took a small break. Yeah, we might as well say that. Uh, we pulled enough. we pulled up some Christopher Nolan articles here that we want to look through. The first one is about the Dark Knight. So this one I will get. It got 94% from Rotten Tomatoes, which is quite good, very high. And we're going to read some reviews yeah. with Mark Kine. Is that what Heath Ledger... Yeah. He looks like a bit of a... He looks different, doesn't he, to the Joker mm. role. All right. Um, too much psychology and not enough pop. It's impossible to be too serious, you know? Ooh. He's a top critic. Ah, okay. <laughs> this may seem like faint praise, but about the highest compliment I can give. Christopher Nolan's The Dark Knight, The Dark Knight right now is to say that there were many long stretches during which I didn't even realise it was a superhero movie. That's, that's a good... Because I feel like even I have the grudge of thinking a superhero movie is a superhero movie, but when I saw this... I didn't. Well, I did come into the mindset of thinking that, but literally, like ten minutes into the film, I my idea is just changed. Yeah, it rewrote uh, superhero movies. Yeah, it's it's like with everything. Everything's got a structure, but there, there's always those a few people that like rewrite it. The new um, Batman film is a bit like this because there's going to be a lot of graphic fighting and stuff. But I feel like that is superhero, like. This made superhero movies, though, I think. Yeah, but I think it's got a lot of dialogue and actually interesting dialogue. It's not... like with. It's like, not a kid's film. It's definitely not a kid's film. PG-12, no. No. Uh, you, feel n- you will feel utterly numb after screening of The Dark Knight. The film is bleak and brilliant. Yeah, I can agree I with that. I can agree on that. Um, need to find a one where you say it's bad. Where it's bad, yeah. 7 out of 10 here. Ooh, okay. The famous mass vigilante has never looked or felt more intense. But that's a good review. Ooh, ooh. Oh, 3.4. The award hype is warranted. Oh, and even his profile picture is just like... <laughs> so, oh, it was alright. 4.5. Oh, that's out of 5. Oh, that's out of 4. Oh, I'm an Three, idiot. I thought that was out of 10. Okay, never mind. Yeah, that guy's, that guy's a legend. Never mind. 5 out of 5. There you go. A masterpiece. A masterpiece. Five stars, five stars. So yeah, basically a lot of people like this. We've got Joker quotes here. Oh, okay. And to quote here, madness. <laughs> <laughs> As you know, it's like gravity. All it takes is a little push, yeah. We've got the you want to know how I got these scars stories. That's, I think that's definitely overdone. You know, you want to see these scars. Let's go to, so now we'll go more into just Christopher Nolan. Sometimes he looks like a... Uh, he looks sexy he looks like a Muppet. Right? Yeah, Muppet. He looks like... He looks like a Muppet sometimes, but other times... There's a picture of Woody Harrelson on the side here I can't take seriously. 
So apparently his tenth film is Interstellar, which is odd because I said that was one of my favourites, to be honest. Okay. 72%. The Prestige. Okay, I'll tell you all the films I haven't watched. I've never seen The Prestige. No, me neither. But that was number nine. Neither. Dazzling period piece, never stops challenging the odds. Um, following, 1999, never seen that. See, he's my favourite director, I still haven't seen half his stuff. However, me and Tarantino, I have two films to tick off, and then I'm all I'm all done. Batman Begins, number seven. I'd, I'd say that's an alright spot. It was a good film, not with the best. Inception. Keep in mind, guys, what's number ten spot? What's the tenth spot? The tenth spot is Interstellar. Yeah, 72% Rotten Tomatoes. Like, that's not like... Stand, it doesn't stand out, but that considering it's his tenth like best film, it's still like really good. Number six is Inception with eighty seven percent. Eighty seven, yeah. That's DiCaprio. You know, it's got all of that film. Dark Knight Rises number five. Yeah. I'm not surprised there. I think obviously his. Yeah. Okay. Insomnia. What's that? Uh, a sleep deprived detective is sent to a small Alaskan town to investigate the murder of a teenage girl. Ooh. That sounds interesting. It's got Robin Williams, Pacino, and wait, I swear Hilary Swank's that girl with like a really weird face, <laughs> like a like a like a long face. Dunkirk number three. Yeah, I'll give him that. Yeah. That was a good film. I've uh, seen that film. Yeah. It was actually very accurate. Surprisingly, I watched it with um, my mum's boyfriend, who is obsessed yeah. with the war. And when he watches these war films, he's like, "That's not the right gun. They're not wearing the right jacket." All this, and he, when he was watching this, we were in the first scene where I was running through That's not the, the right streets, <laughs> and he was yeah. like, um, uh, and we were like, hmm, are you going to shut up now, because so, he's using yeah. the right guns and his, all that. His num- his number three, <laughs> so his number three spot, Dunkirk, has got 92%, which, well, I know what number one is now. <laughs> we're back. Memento. <laughs> 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 M- and we're back. Not seen Memento. Number two, though, so, you know... A man is determined to find justice after the loss of a loved one. Uh, That just sounds like a typical film, though, doesn't it? Well, that's probably why it got the highest rotten tomato. Um, And then, obviously... Number one, The Dark Knight. Back back to square one. Back to square one, The Dark Knight. I mean, it sort of makes me feel a bit basic that that's, like, really the only film that I've watched from Christopher Nolan. But, to be fair, it made a, a... not, I nearly said a million. Made a billion quid, so uh, I'm not. I'm not complaining about that. Fun facts: um, Michael Caine. I probably already told you this, Michael but these guys Caine. don't know. Um, he started off working in a fish market, and then um, in London by yeah. the Thames. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, he got sent off to do. I think the Italian job was his first film, and it sort of hit off from then. And him and Christopher Nolan have a sort of contract that I'm sort of get, guessing because he's in. He's in Tenor, in Interstellar, Inception. He's in all the films, basically. Yeah. I mean, I think everybody sort of like... I mean, this is sort of spoiling it for next, but like Tarantino obviously has Samuel Jackson as I think that that's probably his main person. But he's... Um, who else has he got? He's got... Um, the German DiCaprio. guy. DiCaprio. You know, he's got all these people that are just... It's like they probably haven't got like a written contract, but it's like you're not going to turn down... Uh, a Christopher Nolan film or whatever, so you know you have Christopher Waltz. Christopher Waltz. He played. Oh the yeah, Christopher German. Waltz. That's it. Yeah. Oh, phenomenal actor. But I don't know. <laughs> um. Yeah, we'll get onto that though. That is not for today's yes, episode. Everyone. Sorry. But yeah. <laughs> um. Should we? All right. So I want to go back to Dunkirk. There's a scene where. Um. Do you know about the um battle that this was about? Dunkirk. It was on a it was on a beach in France, I believe. I thought that was no, it was France. No, the retreat. The Allies are pushed back. Yeah. Of what, what? No, but what's what's the placement? I've been to a museum from where there was a massive fight in a in a French beach. What's it called though? Normandy. Yeah, it's in Normandy, but I don't know what. No, I don't, I don't, know, what actually the, got I don't the know what the museum's called. No, but there's a, it's like the actual place. I know it's Normandy, but it's... <laughs> Rhett's doing this hand thing. We, we don't know what's going on. Yeah, let's leave it at that. Blah. So Rhett's been to a beach in Normandy. And I hit my head on a really thick bit of glass and I knocked, <laughs> nearly knocked myself out. So in Dunkirk, they're all on the... It's got Ewan McGregor in, who we know as Jesus. and um... <laughs> We know him as our Lord and Saviour. Um, and the guy from... Um... Yeah, so you and McGregor, 
McGregor. Ewan McGregor was in it, and um, basically it was on a battle in um, France, and they got a load of boats to come and get all the Allies off the beach, and all those boats were the ones from actual World War Two, because um, there's a club, um, and all the people that own the original boats meet up once a year and get together. So Christopher Nolan went to one of these um, boat meets, and he got all of them to use the original boats to go to France and sail. So that's just a bit of news there. So it's sort of like... Um, it's more realistic, again, because he doesn't like to use CGI. And in the fight, when they use the Spitfires in the dogfight, those are some of the last flying Spitfires that we have in Britain. Yeah. I saw one in person once, and I, I, I thought it's just like... You'd see, like, all the intricate details. Like, you can look at a photo and say, oh, that's kind of cool. But once you're up in person and you actually see, like... Uh, I I'm not sure if it was the Luftwaffe or uh, is that is that how you got the Luftwaffe? Yeah. Yeah, but um, I it was a sight to behold. So let's just leave it at that. Um, I've seen a clip from Inception um, being filmed behind the scenes, and that one because they've got rotating rooms and all that. They do the old um, bungee cord thing, so they have a bungee cord around their waist, and the room's spinning on these big oh what are they called that are on diggers, hydraulic things. Oh, hydraulic. Sorry, I'm thinking of hydraulic pressure. <laughs> These big hydraulic tubes that push things up and down. They push. I've They pushed it in. Uh, they put these hydraulic things on the side of this room, so they spun it round. Oh. And they're on bungees, so they jump around the room like it's falling. So the room's moving, not them, and basically. Yeah. Oh, oh, they they all they all have those little clever tricks. But yeah, apparently buying big hydraulics and making fake rooms with bungees mm. is cheaper than CGIing. Oh yeah, a few it would people. be. It definitely would be because you keep. Um, that's that's why I think CGI shouldn't be the main focus, especially for 2010. Because even stuff like shadows, if you notice that a shadow is slightly off and the, all these little things, your brain can just pick up. So you, you've got to do it in real life, as in a way. So I think sets with spiralling things is something you've just got to do, in my opinion, at least. Um, I want to talk about... Would it be going into too much detail by talking about the Batsuits? Um, I think... It's up to you. Yeah, well, why not? I've brought it up, guys. So I'm going to... Oh. Oh, 2005. Okay. So I'm going to search up um, the Batman Begins Batsuits. And it's a lot worse than the Dark Knight one. Because if I show you on these pictures... Is this where they talk about the armour and the difference? Where is it? So we've got a good picture. Oh, bloody hell. Uh, so we've got a good picture here. Oh, you don't click okay, on it. Okay, I won't <laughs> click on it. Um, you see here, it's got the big neck thing. This stopped him from turning his head. So whenever he had to look so at he someone, really he had to move limited. his shoulders. And he was really limited. Whereas this one, it, it's, just a, it's just a cow with a different neck. That sort of changed. Look, you can see here, it's all one piece. He's very much limited, yeah. Uh, I know you guys can't considering see Considering he it, has to move a lot, considering he's, a, he's the Batman. Yeah, he's got to turn his head to fight <laughs> yeah, people, exactly. to see people. So the new cowl, that's what it's called. I think that's why they they sort of mention about them getting a new suit, just because it's sort of like you sort of have to mention that. Yeah, you can't bring in a new bat suit and say, oh, look, it's just changed over a film. Yeah, I feel like, I know it sounds bad, and I really do like Christian Bale, but it's just, I think anyone could have played Batman. Well, I think it's been proved that anyone can play Batman because um, Robert Patterson's doing it. I'm not saying that that's you, bad, by the way. It's it's it's. He's come a long way from being a stupid vampire to. Okay, could we do it? No, no, we couldn't. We couldn't play Batman. We <laughs> I don't know. Have deep, well, oh shit. I, I'll be the next Batman, guys. Sign me up. <laughs> no, it's obviously, but it's like people go in depth about like the Joker's psych psychology and all this but it's like Batman do good never kill people that's that's sort of <laughs> his thing save people good it's just I don't know like I know you've not seen them but the original um Michael Keaton did Bat Michael but, Keaton did Batman Mike and all sorts you know um I don't know what he's into describe it to you. this guy with the big yellow patch yeah it's i don't know it's just i, Adam I West, really do like Batman. christian bell and when he's out of the bat suit talking to michael kane yeah he's he's doing quite he's doing quite good there but like like i said when when they're in action it's just literally some person wearing a rubberized suit 
jumping around. It's, it's, it doesn't really <laughs> it doesn't really impress me to be honest. But yeah, that sounds a very hot take. I know. Moving to the next Batman, Robert Pattinson. This is not a Christopher Nolan film, guys. Just to keep it in way. But Robert Pattinson's come a long way from being a stupid teenage vampire in Twilight. Cause those films were mm. pretty awful. I've never seen them. Have you? I have all of them twice. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no. I've had a rough few years, guys. I've had a rough few years. Have you read the books? No. Okay. I would never. Okay. okay. So yeah, he's come a long way. He's bulked... <laughs> he start quivering. <laughs> Sorry. He's, he's bulked up for the role. He looks more of a man, I'll say. Yeah. He, he looks more grown up to... Uh... Yeah, he looks more... I'm going to stop saying that. Eat floor. The armour looks more futuristic... Well, not f- more modernistic, more a real. design. It looks a better design. Yeah, because um, Batman's meant to be a custom-made suit. That looks like it with plastic plating yeah. or whatever. Keep in mind that... Um, what, who's the guy? Bruce Wayne, yeah. Yeah. Um, he He's mega-mega rich. <laughs> and mega-mega human. Um, <laughs> uh, so, obviously, he's going to have all these cutting-edge technologies. So, that's no doubt about that. So, I think, yeah, the design and <laughs> the characteristics are quite good. <laughs> God damn it. Okay, so, move on. Let's just check the time. Okay, that's that's brilliant, that's that is. That's brilliant, yeah, that's good. All right, so, moving on. I'm disappointed. We've done that. Plans for next week. We know. We done the fun fact. I mean, I guess we have. We have sort of, yeah. yeah. All right. Plans for next week. Rick and Morty. Me and Charlie decided that we were gonna host. Like somebody's gonna take the lead on each podcast, and so far it has been Charlie. And I think, to be honest, as a general thing, Charlie is the host because I am round his house and all this other stuff. We did uh, go over this last episode. Yeah. No. Yeah. I know. But <laughs> I'm. I'm just reiterating. So yeah, Charlie's taking the lead for next week, which is Rick and Morty. But I also wanted to do that, so um, I'm doing something that something we else. both like. Yeah, so we're sort of taking turns of what we both like. So yeah, we're not going to mention this. Want to keep this a full yeah, secret? Let, let's, let, yeah, let's let's keep that. So I'm doing um, Rick and Morty next week for you guys, and I'd highly recommend you tune into that one yeah at least watch season one yeah and watch all of it already i think that episode will be wild because there's a lot of concepts theories we can talk about it's funny it's funny it's it's got all these little easter eggs in it it's something you can just really really watch (laughs) we've just been distracted by the man in the chair (laughs) so um let's just call him the chairman that's our (laughs) everything that's our on next episode so we've missed out this what are your plans for this week slash next week up until next Wednesday. Well, I was just on the phone with my father. Oh yeah, we don't know what happened here, so this is news to me. He so it's not it's not for sure, and if he can get time off work, but hopefully, um, me and Dad will be able to go to like Wales, and just do some photography over like two days or something. You good? <laughs> you going to uh, the the Welsh nightclubs? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's Phil for Welsh or Scottish? Alright, never mind then. Ignore that. So yeah, yeah Wales that, sounds quite fun actually. I've been to Wales like a few times. It's, I mean, it's a countryside. Just the whole, just the whole place is a countryside. But <laughs> I could, yeah, I could take some decent photos. That, that's all that really matters, as long as I get it in focus and all that. Alright, so is that next week then? You could be going. Maybe. Um, dad, dad, usually Dad just says, oh, let's do this thing and we never do it. But please, sometimes... Please don't miss Wednesday, unless you have to. I, don't think, I think he said like at the end of Thursday or Friday. Alright, that's fine then, that's fine. Next week, I will hopefully meet, see the family, but we should be doing Airsoft for the first time in a long while. Oh yeah. So I'll get to shoot some people. You can't complain about that. Yeah. <laughs> Murderers in the making here, guys. Yeah. Uh, like yeah. me as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we're turning you, right? We're converting you. Yeah. It's conversion therapy for murderers. Reverse psychology, everything. Um, so, yeah, that would be good because I've got all my new guns to try out. Yeah. And it's been so long, so I need to get back yeah, into it. I bet touch. you can't wait to shoot some children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think we can make those jokes when we're monetized, right? Oh, the kids. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I think we've covered everything, haven't we? Sure. So yeah, we talked about on the next episode. Yeah, that's it. We did all right. We did. We did good. That was that went a lot quicker than last time. 
Yeah. I must admit. I don't think I just went, um, 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 but... I feel like I did a lot. Right? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I think, well, I think we did all right. It went well. That was a lot. That felt, for you guys, you won't understand this. We might, but recording it felt like that this time it was so much quicker i'm I'm sure it's dead boring on your (laughs) side of things so um it probably went really slow for you but for us it was really quick so that was good uh and we had food before so we were all malnourished some food afterwards as well (laughs) greedy um i think we'll go off to game a bit actually i want to do some editing as well I know we you're just sick like of editing. Outside. If I can't eat it in here, oh yeah, we'll go yeah. outside. Oh, no, this is a tangent. Right, should we end the episode here? <laughs> yeah, we'll end the episode. Sorry, guys, for not hearing our plans, but we'll we'll see you around. Uh, yeah, and we'll see you for Rick and Morty next week. Yep. All right. All right. Well, hopefully, hopefully. hopefully. <laughs> All right, sir. See you guys. Au revoir. quick note from editing charlie this has just taken me four hours i'm glad it is finally over there was no bloopers because we did a really good recording um and all the stuff that there was bloopers like all the times we go um and uh and all that are in a gag reel so look forward to that gag reel in the future and have a good one guys